Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, the original all-turkey, all-the-time podcast with your co-hosts Andy Galliano and Cameron Weddington. In our weekly podcast, we're going to bring you some wild turkey calling tips like this. From there, we're going to go into, she's aggravated, there's another hen that's challenged her, or she's challenging another hen, she's going to cut an excited yelp. Advice from old pro turkey hunters like this. The turkeys typically don't like, I think, more times than not, to travel in an easterly direction into the sun first thing in the morning, especially after he gets up. It's a blinding thing. It, it, it's just like you. It's hard for you to see into the sun. Mm-hmm. So if I have a choice, I'm going to try to make it so that I'm going to be on the west side in the morning east side in the afternoon of a turkey exciting live hunts like this holy crap they're coming teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this with some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterflied turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides wildlife management tips for your property especially with turkeys like this if you look at the type of habitats that turkeys need for nesting and brooding that tends to be habitat that can be managed more successfully with growing season fire than with dormant season fire. And hopefully along the way, we'll get plenty of these. Well, on November the 28th of 1953, I was attached when I popped out of my mom and the baby doctor spanked me on the bottom. I went, oh, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 374, A Turkey Hunter, Three Toms, and the Kitchen Sink. And I am your co-host, and the guy who, well, did his best Bob Vila impersonation for the past two weeks and i'm your co-host and the guy who is nailing down plans for the spring all right that's it you know all the tentative plans have started to become finalized mm-hmm. and you know i actually have dates down and, and travel plans and things like that are coming together so i'm i'm ready for spring man i think i think i'm ready to go I got one more end-of-season flight to book and get prepared for, but I've got it pretty well in the works, hoping to book it in the next couple of days, and I'll be done, ready to, ready to just execute the plan. It'll all be done. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a good feeling. What I, I recognize the name Bob Vila, but who is that? Bob Vila was the original HGTV before HGTV was ever invented. 
Ah, so he, you've been back on the housework. Yeah, he was the host of a show called This Old House, which actually still runs today, but Bob is not on it. I don't even know if the guy's still alive. I assume he is. But yeah, he was the television home repair guru, DIY instructor, so on, so forth, back in the, gosh, 80s, 90s. Bob is alive and kicking, by the way. He's 75. He's 75 years old. Yeah, how about that? So... Yeah. That was you. Well, that was me, and I am the root cause of us, us being you and me, and the show, the Turkey Hunter Podcast, taking a week's vacation last week. <laughs> hey, it was deserved, man. It, people it don't realize what it takes to put out a weekly podcast, but it's, you know, and we're putting out usually about an hour, if not more, shows, so it's, it's quite a bit of work goes into it. A lot of work that goes into it, and yeah, I needed every single minute of every single hour that I got for the past two weeks because we did a total renovation on a rental house in two weeks. Floors, painting walls, changing plumbing fixtures, new countertops, new sinks, light fixtures, Plumbing, wow. uh, I mean, bathroom hardware, cabinet hardware, Everything. painting cabinets. Did I say painting ceilings? Painting ceilings, removing mold <laughs> that had grown in the basement from the previous tenants. New, oh man, I mean, it's just on and on yeah. and on. And thank God it's done. Today was my first day to not step foot in that house, and I could not be more happy. <laughs> I bet. Well, it was it was a good week to be off. We had Christmas, New Year's, and I, w- I was getting a second visit from my good friend, COVID. Uncle he, Vid came to see you. <laughs> Uncle Vid came back and, and took me again for another round, but that lasted a couple hours, and then I was better, so that's all that mattered. Killed you again and brought you back. Yep. I've survived yet again, but kind of screwed up Christmas plans, but we, we took care of Christmas this week. We had a merry Happy New Year, Christmas birthday, and that worked out good. We had my brother's birthday with Christmas and New Year's, and now all that's behind me. It kind of felt like it drug on forever because, you know, we had it late. And so now I'm like, all right, we're over all the holidays. Everyone's mind should be turning back to turkeys now, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. It is. This is like the turn of the year. It is amazing to see the shift on social media and. And, you know, our viewership counts, we can tell, obviously, people are coming back to the turkey. Oh, it's Jan 1, the ratings crank up and run until, you know, mid-April, late April. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mid-April, and so we go from one to three viewers per week, and it just gets <laughs> wild. So, welcome back to our other two listeners. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Jim and Tom, you thank know. you for coming back to the... To the show. Yeah, we're hoping this year maybe it'll pick up one more. If y'all have any siblings, <laughs> or if any of you any of you have had kids, so we did pick up Josie. We got Josie. Yeah, she is so she is in, and and there's one more she's, listener. She's fired up. I was watching her sleep today, which was you know that's always an anomaly to see that, but she was sleeping and she put this big grin on mid sleep, and I was like, oh man, she just realized turkey season's only eighty six days away. 
Yeah, if she was in Alabama, she'd had a bigger grin on her face because turkey season would be 78 days, 9 hours, 48 minutes, and 33 seconds away. You're looking at, is that 11 weeks? Yeah, right at it. Does that, that just sounds like such a short amount of time. Two and a half (laughs) months, man. It's crazy. Oh, man. You'll be, I'm not going to be able to make Unicoi, but you'll be at Unicoi in what, two two weeks? Yeah. Then we got the NWTF in a little over a month, so we got... Big stuff coming, and hopefully we'll have some good guests for the show. And I know we got a good show today. I'm going to share one of the coolest hunts I had last year. They're all so cool. I think I say that every episode. This is my favorite hunt, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But they're all amazing. And when I re-listen to them, I'm like, golly, what a hunt, you know. Yeah. I think I think the final thing I say in this week's hunt live is I just go, wow. That pretty well sums up every hunt, doesn't it? Yeah. I was listening to audio, and then that played at the end. I was like, oh, I've got to leave that in there for sure, because that's, you know, it's just like, wow. (laughs) Can't believe that just happened. Yeah. Well, lay the scene for us. Yeah. Well, so this was another one of those cases where persistence finally paid off. I had gone, I don't know, I think I had gone maybe 10 or 11 days, almost two weeks in a row without hearing a gobble and i was just getting kind of down in the dumps you know and and i had been seeing so many people and i had looked at the harvest statistics for the usual wmas that i'd hunted and they were very inflated so in my mind i was like i think they've been shot out you know they're either all dead or pressures moved them off mm-hmm. so I was kind of down in the dumps, you know, I'm not, I'm not hunting the best turkey ground on earth by any means. It has declined quite a bit and this region I'm in it and exactly the hot spot of the state, but I usually can hear a gobble in 10 days. <laughs> yeah. you know? So that, that was pretty down and I wasn't even hearing them on the bordering private lands or anywhere our private land i mean i wouldn't hear them anywhere so it could have just been it was the that lull period too but i just decided one morning all right obviously not working out where i am i'm just gonna get up in the morning pick a spot on a map that i've never been and go there and hunt it and see what happens and i was just Sometimes that plan is like my, one of my favorites. It kind of gives me a boost of excitement where it's like new ground, you know, and instead of that, well, I'm going to go back to I didn't hear one there the past two times, but I'll go back there and you kind of down already showing up. Yeah. Well, when I go to new ground, it's like worst case scenario, I'll scout some new ground. You know, I have an extra pep in my step. So I concocted this plan, really swampy area. And there was an area I could tell on the map that was a little bit higher ground. But to get to it, I had to park my car and walk a gigantic U around this private land to get to where I wanted to go, which had I just walked across the private field, it would have been like 100 yards. But in order to get to the other side, it was like a mile trek through the swamp. Mm. (laughs) So... It was like, it was just kind of funny because when I finally got over there, I'm sweating and like, you know, I look over and I'm like, wow, my car is like right over there, you know? Yeah. But I went to this spot, sat, I was just kind of in the gray light of the morning, could tell, you know, this 
woods looks pretty. There's some good undergrowth, and it, it looks like good turkey woods from what I can tell, you know, 10 yards in front of me. So I just sat down and waited. It was pretty muggy morning. There was a chance of rain late morning. And so I just sat down and waited and waited. And then turkey gobbled over my right shoulder. And I was like, whoa, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I hadn't heard one of those in a while. And, you know, it, it felt like my first ever gobble again. You know, like I just got so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, holy crap, there's one here. You know, just there's something special when you go somewhere you've never been before and just one gobbles in there. And, like, it's just such a surprising gobble, you know? Yeah. And so... I'll I'll pick up the audio here. So what it is, they're roosted in cypress trees back in the swamp. And so when I start the audio, it's going to start up with me owling, and I was about halfway to them. And so I owl, and we'll start there. But And then I'm going to play it through while they're on the roost and everything, and I'll kind of tell you the scenario after they fly down. But it this hunt total was like two hours of audio. And so I've condensed it greatly. Like after I owled, it was, you know, four minutes of me walking. So I got rid of that stuff. And so I've condensed it greatly, but it still tells the full story. So we'll jump was, in here. Was this, this a me. weekend or a weekday hunt? Not that it matters about anything. I'm just curious. Weekday. Okay. Yeah. So we're middle of the week. I can't remember what day of the week it was, but. Doesn't matter. Not important. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. So turkey is gobbled. I've heard him one time when I start this audio, and I'm going to play through while they're on the roost, me doing my roost routine. I was pretty sparing on the calls, and then we'll kind of, I'll jump in here and review what's happening, and then we'll have two more clips after that. So let's jump in here. This is kind of getting to mid to late season-ish, and here I am finally on another turkey. All right.
out in the field. Okay, so you noticed I didn't, well, especially if you heard the full audio, I didn't call to these turkeys for a long, long time. And I usually just kind of take a gut check on that per morning. Some mornings I call to them as soon as I sit down and start tree calling. But on this particular morning, it's getting later in the season. They weren't just absolutely ripping it off the roost. It was kind of a muggy morning. And I just, I thought, you know, I'm not going to call to them much on the roost. And so I didn't, I think I did one set of tree yelps while they were actually in the tree. And so they flew down and (laughs) they go out in this private field the one i was talking about that i you know my car's right on the other side of it yeah and so i could tell they were out in the field because their gobbles got a little further and so i crawl up there belly crawl to where i can see into the field when i get up there i look and i'm like oh my gosh there's like 50 of them (sighs) and i I get my binoculars up and i was like oh no that's all canadian geese (laughs) but then three of the canadian geese blow up into strut and i'm like whoa those, those aren't canadian geese so it was like 47 canadian geese three gobblers and one hen in this field mm-hmm. and so it was just they were literally amongst the geese like i guess they were all eating out there or something but it was kind of funny but I, when i first popped up there i was like oh my gosh i have hit the mother of all honey holes you know yeah. <laughs> they're everywhere <laughs> so that's fun. I can see them. And so in this second clip I'm going to play is when, when I throw the proverbial kitchen sink at them. So I see they're out there. They have a hen. And I start off with hen yelps. They don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. They gobble at me some, acknowledge them there. Also, I gobble at them. And they gobbled back at me. And I thought, well, maybe I got something here. And so we'll jump in here. I'll go ahead and play that before I kind of tell everything I threw at them. And then I'll cut back in before we go into this final clip. So we'll go ahead and play this. So at this point, I've advanced. I'm sitting 30 yards from the field edge. I'm actually crouched and behind a tree looking at them and calling so I can see their reaction, which is really you know, advantageous to be able to see how they're reacting to what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I can see them. I need them. They're probably 200 yards away out in the, out in the middle of the field. I mean, they're dead center of the field. How long and after fly down is this? Uh, this is probably half an hour after they hit the ground. Okay. Cause when they first flew down, they were on the field edge cause they, they pitched out of the swamp sailed you know above the water until they hit the edge of the field and landed okay and so when i first was calling at them on the ground they weren't that far and i thought maybe i could coax them into the woods well then they got further pretty rapidly and uh that's when i advanced to get eyes on them and saw they had a hen and figured that deal out but Mm -hmm. so we'll, we'll jump in here this is me throwing the kitchen sink at them and lots of gobbling here i had to cut out no telling how many gobbles but I tried to leave as much of the action as I could in here. It's pretty action-packed. It's fun stuff. I tried everything on earth with these turkeys. So listen in to that, and I'll jump in for the finale. Sweet.
Literally standing on the gravel road that I'm walking.
or not, but they're all gobbling again. So, gobbled a bunch of these turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I shifted, I don't even know, again, sometimes I do stuff that I did not premeditate with turkeys. You know, it just happened. And for whatever reason, looking at these three gobblers together, I came up with the plan of every time they gobble, I'm going to gobble back at them mm -hmm. and, like, cut them off. Because in my mind, I thought, 
if I just sit over here and cut them off gobbling every time they gobble, I bet I'm going to tick them off at some point, you know, or they're going to run off and I get to go home. But yeah, but at least you'll hear a yeah. lot of gobbling. Yeah. You know, why you not try them. it? So I did some hen yelps throughout there. I, I whipped out the wing bone at one point. I did some Jake yelps. I, I threw everything I had at him. I think the, I don't think I did a fight at any point. I may have. I don't remember. I don't think I ever did a fight. I know I did mouth calls, did a slate call. I did my wing bone call. I was gobbling at him. I used an old lynch box call with rubber bands on it. Actually, I used my wife's ponytail holders for gobbling. And so I slide that on there and shake it and gobble. And I Mm -hmm. think it sounds pretty good. It sounds real good, especially at a distance. Yeah, I mean, you know, on this audio, the recording is inches from the call, so it's, right. you know, a little <laughs> messed up. But they obviously liked it. They were, they were fooled by it, thinking it was a gobble. It was getting them to gobble a lot. So, anyway, I've gone through this. They hit, every time I'd gobble, they would, one of them was strutting, and two of them weren't strutting anymore. And every time I'd gobble, he'd turn that fan towards me, and they'd fire right back, all of them. And I was like, I'm just going to keep this going, keep this going, keep this going. Well, so they actually walked away for a long time. And at one point, I'm looking at them through my binoculars, and they're standing 75 yards behind my Kia, (laughs) strutting on a gravel road. That Kia is a turkey magnet. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at a public gravel road, and they're strutting down at midday. Like, I'm just like, what? I never see this. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm also like, man, I could have sat in the car and not, you know, killed myself going through this mosquito-infested swamp, and I would already have killed a turkey and been out of here. Mm-hmm. And so I, I swear that happened a lot last year where I could have sat in the freaking car and killed turkeys. But anyway, they're on the road. Well, then they come back towards the field. The hen comes back out in the field. They get right back to where they were, and a truck pulls by, and this is what helped me big time. So when he pulls by, they kind of, they didn't get real spooky, but they were like, you know, they knew they needed to kind of exit stage left for a little bit. So they started coming back towards the woods and I was like, heck yeah, that's awesome. So they got about, I don't know, 150 yards from the field edge at that point, but they were kind of moving to my, to my right up the tree line some. And so I made the decision. I gobbled at them a couple more times, see if they'd come on over, but they weren't really they were still answering me, but they didn't look super interested. And so I made the decision, I'm going to drop down on my belly, crawl back where they can't see me, and then make a big U and come around to where they look like they're headed right now. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. Made a big U, and then I'm I'm crawling on my hands and, and elbows, you know, moving up, advancing, trying to get 30 yards from the field edge where I can see them again and I see movement like pretty rapid movement going across the field (laughs) and this is like of course so I pull up my binoculars and go up to my knees and it's all three of the gobblers like half strut fully lit up heads sprinting across the field to where I just was (laughs) and I'm like you gotta be freaking kidding me like they just now broke and decided to come fight me over there yeah you know, I don't know. Maybe the silence is what finally got him. Like, hey, he's not answering us anymore. Let's go get him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what. It, <laughs> I was like, I just did all this, and they're going to end up leaving the field right to where I was. 
And so I quickly scrambled up and started calling. And that's where this audio, the last clip's going to pick up. So I started calling and they ate it up. I don't know. I think maybe while I was making that move, that hen slipped off because I never saw her again. Yeah. And that's made all the difference in the world, as you know. Once once they went girlless, things started happening. Mm-hmm. And so rain was about to start. They're running from my right to left across the field, probably 120 yards away when I first hit these calls in this next clip. And I'm just going to let it play out, and then I'll tell you what you know transpired after that. All right. All right. See you at the end.
Oh, thank you. Holy cow. Wow. That's all you can say about that is wow. Heck yeah. I love that clip. I'm not calling or anything. You can just hear the rain starting to really come down hard. And I hope the audio quality is okay, you know, coming through you guys listening. But I wanted to, I thought that was cool with the rain. And then they just gobbled four times in a row right there or, or however many times it was at like 30 yards and it just was freaking awesome so when they were running across the field i started hand calling they spun on a dime blew up into strut and started coming and i was like i'm not gonna shoot them in the field because i can't hunt that field it's private land and literally 25 yards in front of me there is a sign on a tree that says you know property boundary uh-huh and so I'm like, all right, well, I know where I need to get them to. Yeah, you know where your where your limit is. Yeah, so I know right where I need them to come to. And so I'm calling, and I threw some calls over my shoulder to the right. They they started coming. Well, they when they did those gobbles in the field 30 yards from me, I was like, you know, they're probably not going to leave the field. It's, it's raining. They're going to stay out in that field for the rest of the day. Well, I didn't call anymore, and they had gobbled, gobbled 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 i didn't call didn't say anything and then they all slicked down out of strut and started doing that you know kind of creep towards me and i was like oh man they might do it well then the first one came in the woods and i was about to shoot him and then the the third one blew up into strut and i was like oh i gotta kill the back one you hate to let two walk to get a chance at the strutter in the rear but <laughs> i had to do it he, he strutted if he yeah. wouldn't have done that he'd still be living and yeah. his frontline buddy would be in the freezer yeah but he just had to do it he had to show off so when he threw that fan up i just took my bead i kept it on that front gobbler but i thought you know as long as he's staying here i'm good but i, I want to kill that back one now and so the front gobbler literally got to five yards. The second gobbler comes in the woods. He's at 10 yards. And then here comes the third one blown up, strutting. And he steps out of that field and his first foot crosses the line. 
second foot crosses the line, boom, <laughs> he's flopped. So, I, I mean, it. It, it was. I've never shot one where like I, I looked at the sign, looked at him, looked at the sign. I was like, yep, he's across. Boom. <laughs> 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 so, and the front two were like. They were so shocked what I shot. Like they were so close to me, I had to scare the ever living crap out of them. Oh yeah. So it was unreal though. It was freaking awesome hunt in the rain, and that was the end of my season here. So that finished things off for me. Back, uh, well, I guess with a gun, I went back and called up another gobbler somewhere else later in the season. But that was my last hunt with a gun for the year. Awesome. You saved a good one for the last one, that's for sure. You said you were going to do that. Oh, no, 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 no. I got a better one. When I, this was somebody else, the bow hunt I went on last year, best audio of the year by far, in my opinion. I can't wait to hear that one. Yeah, so we're going to give that one another couple weeks and we'll play it. And I just don't want people to hear that audio because it's going to make people hunt out of season you know they're just gonna be like when you hear this bow hunting audio you're gonna if i listen to it right now i'd have my gun and be like headed to the woods right now i just couldn't stand it so i'm just gonna keep that away for safety reasons for everyone there you go (laughs) but cameras looking out this hunt was nuts this hunt was nuts because the three gobblers together it was a the the strutter i killed i mean it was a two-year-old bird these are three two-year-olds kind of in that gang and it seems like those two-year-olds will gang up a lot more often than the it's like a jake gang that didn't decided to stick it out for another year you know yeah strength you you don't see like a bunch of four-year-olds going together (laughs) typically not yeah but it was it was fun gobbling at them and you know i will say the disclaimer public land you know i don't don't gobble at turkeys if you're not comfortable with it in the scenario i was in when i was gobbling i had water behind me so i was very confident another hunter couldn't slip up outside of my vision and you know shoot me or something while i was gobbling yeah so i'll make that disclaimer because i know it's it, it can be dangerous but i don't mind gobbling on public land it's a personal choice it just felt right in that situation, so I did it. But, you know, I will, I will say that because accidents can happen. But in that scenario, I felt very safe. Doing yeah. It. Well, and these these days, this day and age, when so many people are hunting during the week, you know, it's, it's not like it was 20 years ago during the week on public ground when you would be the only person out there. But yeah. still, it's not like hunting on a Saturday or a Sunday either on public ground. So Yeah, I probably wouldn't be gobbling at turkeys on opening Saturday if I was on public Ooh. land. <laughs> no. Because it'd be a good way to get some holes punched in you. But, yeah. hey, there's YouTube video of a guy crawling around with a gobbler decoy on his head through public land. So, you know, people are more bold than I am. But Bold? I felt comfortable. Do what? I said bold. You say bold, I say stupid. <laughs> this one was pretty classic. I, I'm actually gonna put it on. I'm gonna put it on my Instagram at some point because it it wasn't even like a strutter decoy. It was like a regular foam gobbler long beard decoy, and he puts it on his head like a helmet, and then is crawling towards the gobbling turkey and calling at the same time. 
And I was like, I mean, if another hunter shot him, how could that guy be at fault? Like, all right, I identified my target, had a beard, had a red head, and was gobbling, and I shot, and it turned out to be a person. I mean, how do you... How's that the the shooter's fault if it happened? You know, know? that'd be a good way to off somebody you don't like. (laughs) Hey, crawl through this public land real quick. Wear this hat, make this (laughs) sound, and crawl towards that oak tree. But I tell you what, I'm going to move around in a different area, and we'll surround the turkey, and you crawl towards that oak tree, and one of the two of us is going to get a shot at that bird. There you go, yeah. Now it's going to happen this spring, and... (laughs) We're going to be like, oh, no, we gave somebody the idea. (laughs) Well, you know, if that's what it is, then I'd say it's pretty well premeditated at that point. So Yeah, but on a serious note, careful gobbling on public land. I just want to make that disclaimer because I don't want to be the reason somebody goes and does that and has an accident. So be mindful of your surroundings when doing that. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So, Man, thanks for sharing that. That was a lot of fun and... You know, I think you said it a couple of weeks ago during one of my hunts or during a hunt that I played, and that was just reliving these hunts is just awesome. And, you know, this time of year, listening to turkeys just hammer is, oh, it gets your blood boiling. And as if the daylight period getting longer and this countdown at the beginning of this show every week getting shorter and the turkey shows and conventions coming up doesn't get you fired up then then the audio from these hunts on top of that oh man yeah i just when you replay it you know you you remember subtle details and, and things like that and like i just feel like my eyes roll back in my head and i'm just back in that moment you know <laughs> so it's it's pretty fun and and listeners i think for y'all you know i personally don't like to video my hunts because it's so much maintenance yeah in my opinion Uh, you know it's just me video all you want on your own doesn't offend me in any way but i i want to be watching the turkey and focusing on hunting and if you want something fun to chronicle your hunts like we're doing with this live audio just turn on your recording and you just leave it in your pocket or sit it on the ground by you and then you have it, you know, that that's all you have to do is click one button. So it's a cool way to keep up with your hunts. Yeah. And Hey, if you got some really cool audio, give us a shout over social media and maybe we can have you on to share it with us. Heck yeah. So I've gotten some cool audio. I got, I got one clip I want to play. It won't be a full hunt episode of a, of a hen and a gobbler that I, I just thought was spectacular hen talk with a gobbler answering her you know that kind of stuff and I, I listen to that all the time to practice mm-hmm. so it's it's a cool way to chronicle your hunts I, I go back and listen to mine way more often than i thought you know i listened to the one the other day when andrew la cicero and i in mississippi when we sat on the tree that the gobbler was in yeah <laughs> and i listened to that one again where he literally goes i think it's a hen and then that gobbler blew our eardrums out, and I just go, <laughs> I think it's a gobbler. <laughs> yeah. Isn't uh, that the bird that made our intro? Yes. When Every you know, week. Welcome to this week's oh, yeah. show. Yeah. Yep, that's him, but uh, that was a crazy one. But yeah, that 
that, just telling you all, you know, you have a little recorder on your iPhone or whatever, Samsung. Turn it on. It's pretty neat to, to have that. And you, I've learned a lot replaying them of what my calling scenarios sound like and, and things like that. It, you can learn a lot. And I've learned a lot from the hunts that I record when I don't kill the bird. Right. You know, and we don't play those as often on here, but there's plenty of audio I have of me calling the turkey answering things getting heated up and then something dissipates and you can listen to that and be like, huh, I wonder if I had done this here or that there, if that would have made the difference. And so it, it can be a really good learning tool using yourself. Yep. No doubt. So there's your, there's your challenge for the year. If you want to record some audio, but hope y'all enjoyed that. I know I enjoyed making it and plan lord willing to bring plenty more audio to y'all this spring <laughs> heck yeah that is the plan that Speaking is absolutely plans how about you and i give three of our turkey hunting goals for 2022 next week on next week's show that sounds like a good deal to me and i'm going to expand it to not just turkey hunting we'll do turkeys and turkey hunting in general because i got some habitat okay. ideas i'm wanting to implement Okay, excellent. So we'll do that. That sounds good. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm going to let Andy wrap us on up. All right, and I'm going to ask for the favor of the week this week as well. Ooh, And that forgot. is, if you guys enjoyed this hunt, then please share this week's episode on your social media. Let everyone know that you enjoyed the show and you think they'll enjoy it as well. Also, if you've got a hunting buddy or two, when you're talking to them on the phone or in person, next time you see them, say, hey man, you need to listen to this. This is really cool. Listen to this hunt and turn them on to the show for us. That will be a huge help. And then that way we can get, counting Josie, we can get to five listeners this spring. <laughs> so that's the favor of the week. Cameron and I are going to thank you in advance for that because we do appreciate what you guys do to help promote the show for us. Yeah. And yeah. Let me, I want to expand that as well to a second favor of the week. All right. Since we're in the new year, if you had a favorite show that we did in 2021, shoot us a message over social media and say, man, I, this was my favorite one y'all did last year. And I'd appreciate that because I'm interested in what it is you like. Was it a cool hunt? Was it Jim Cassida, you know, giving us the history of turkey hunting? Larry Prophet, Preston Pittman giving us a story. One of the episodes with Dr. Chamberlain. You know, we have all kind of spectrum of episodes. I'd love to hear what you guys thought was our favorite episode of the year for you. And I, I, I'm just interested in knowing that personally because I had some that I loved like, this past year. My favorite episode from last year was last week's show. Last week's show? Yeah, where we were off. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That is not true, actually. Uh, There's just, I mean, come on. Last year, I'm, I'm thinking about this year, and I'm just wondering how are we going to outdo 2021 as far as content is concerned, because... Oh, I don't... I don't know. I mean, it's like week in, week out, week in, week out. Phenomenal guests. And yeah. you're I looking think it's our best Doc year Weddle. ever. I mean, Doc Weddle, Chubbs was on here. Jeremy Wood with Arkansas was super interesting. 
Hunter Lemoyne was really cool with the Louisiana. Bob McAdderly. Bob McAdderly's non-resident data was incredible. I mean, that was wild. I mean, and that it, one really blew some people's minds. I think one after another after another. I'm telling you, it just Jim Cassida. Yeah, Grant Woods. Grant Man, that Woods. That was a good one. I mean. You guys who listen to this show from January until April, you need to go and listen to the entire yeah. year last year because you you missed a lot if you don't go yeah. and listen to those episodes that, you know, the summertime and fall Off and season. winter episodes, you missed yeah. a lot of amazing content. So Yeah, yeah. but anyway. seriously, please share it like Andy said. And if you have time, shoot us a message and just say, my favorite episode of 2021 was blank or was with blank the the guest we, i'd love to hear that yeah that'd be awesome all right all right let's wrap this thing up thank you guys so much for tuning in this week we know that you have choices we appreciate you spending our time with us we hope you have a wonderful week and we look forward to seeing you again next week roll tide goodbye thanks for tuning in you were just listening to the turkey hunter podcast If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.